Raiding the Kingdom, episode 99, All I Know is Pain, our week 10 review, week 11 preview. Why is this becoming a theme that I'm, I'm upset at the title is about me being a loser? You know what? It's we rarely can have like a title that is describes both of our feelings. I think we just kind of sink into your feelings, which I'm okay with because I don't want to like gloat about anything. But another great win by the Chiefs. <laughs> another um, great one. Yeah. Another great win. Exciting game. Uh, got to listen to Mitch Holfus. I think I'm sp- pronouncing his name right on the radio. Um, voice of the Chiefs. The voice of the Chiefs. Um, which, like I've said before, listening to on the radio kind of takes you back. Obviously, watching the game live is great, but Mitch Olvis is the voice of the Chiefs, so it was uh, it was fun to listen to the game yesterday and uh, another great win, but I will get into that here in a second. Is there anything you want to say? You know what? I, I think Andy Reid will say it for me. How about those Chiefs? Go for it. Go for it, dude. Okay. You know, uh, another great, uh, another great team win. Um, you know, again, uh, the Chiefs are able to make some mistakes. You know, have some fumbles, have some interceptions, all that, but they're still able to uh, get themselves back um, and, and and win a game and not let those little mistakes uh, hurt them in the long term. Obviously, you got to clean up that stuff because the longer we get into the season, we get the playoff time. You're not going to have as much leniency, but, you know, great win. Four touchdowns by Patrick Mahomes uh, at 330 yards, you know, one interception, like I talked about earlier. Um, But the running game looked a lot better. Isaiah Pacheco had like 86 yards rushing. Pat had another like 37, I think. Um, 82 yards for Pacheco. Yeah, 82 yards. Okay, 82 yards. I I knew it was in the 80s. Um, Kadavius Tony, Kadarius Tony. uh, Oh, my God. What what is – I mean – I'm going to have to talk about him later unless you just want to go into it now. Because I, I don't know how – I mean, I, I hate the Chiefs, but I cannot be more excited for you watching him. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. He uh, – he it's – I saw a couple memes about him and, like, how he was just kind of, like, duping the Giants. Um, and obviously, it just it wasn't the right match there. And, you know, just from the brief little bit we've seen him in this offense, a conditional third-round pick and a sixth-round pick. You're going to make that trade every day, all day, and twice on Sundays. Uh, he he looked great, um, you know, uh, with some of the uh, potential uh, injuries in place with Nicole Hardman and uh, and now with Juju. Which that you know I I didn't see, I saw the hit after it happened. Um, you know, obviously you get on Twitter, you see the hit. Um, didn't it was see very Tua esque with yeah, the hand and everything. Yeah, I was nervous. How he how the penalty got taken back is, is really beyond me. I'm sure the NFL will come out and, and, and apologize for it and be like, yeah, that totally should have been a penalty. Uh, didn't, didn't necessarily affect the game, but you know, Juju has been on fire, um, has been kind of like reborn in this chiefs offense. So I really hope that he, you know, a gets himself healthy. Um, you know, these next couple games are, uh, you know, we got the chargers and then we have, uh, the, the Rams. So, and I think we have the Raiders after. Not that we don't have the Raiders after that. Who we have? We're the we're week eighteen, I think. Broncos. I think we have the Broncos. So we. I mean, I would imagine he's going to be out two weeks. That's my guess. Heal up. Uh, we'll be okay. Uh, Kadavius Tony, obviously, like we just talked about. I think he's just going to uh, be featured that much more. Maybe we'll get a little bit more of Sky Moore. Um, 
But uh, yeah, the defense looked great. You know, Willie Gay, Nick Bolton, uh, both led the teams in tackles. Uh, Carlos Dunlap, shout out Carlos Dunlap, uh, got his hundredth career sack. Um, and the boys just look good. Uh, they did. Jo- George Karloff, this looked great as well. I, um, say, I think he led the team with pressures. Yeah, and, he led the team, with, and he got a sack too. So yep. uh, yeah, just you know, the team was a great team win. Uh, the Jaguars are not there yet, like we talked about. They are, excuse me, probably about a year away. Um, you know, they you'll have another high draft pick potentially, and they will, uh, you know, improve their team. Doug Peterson's the right coach there, but uh, great win. Uh, Arrowhead was rocking, um, and uh, you know, obviously with the Bills losing, that uh puts us back into the lead for having home field advantage going through Arrowhead, which you got to love. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's one of those wins that you, uh, you, you don't take for granted. Um, the good thing is the coach is going to LA this week to, uh, to cheer on the boys and bring some good luck for them out in Los Angeles for a big game against the chargers. Kind of, I don't want to say necessarily lock up the AFC West, but, it'd be locking up the AFC West. Um, so yeah, we, we got that to look forward to, but like I said, chiefs, great win. Uh, everyone came to play and, uh, Patrick Mahomes continues to, to just be dominant. And, uh, I'm really just asking this from the bottom of my heart. Can we stop talking about Tyreek Hill and him not being there anymore? Tyreek's doing amazing. It's dead. Yeah. It's dead. Tyreek's done. Yeah, it is yeah. done. Yeah. Tyreek's doing amazing in Miami. Uh, I really wish him nothing but the best of luck until we, you know, play them in the playoffs. Um, but you know, this Chiefs team has evolved. We are uh, we are on the right path to you know having um, the AFC Championship go through Arrowhead once again. Um, I think this will be six straight years. And uh, let's I'm knocking on some wood, so I'm hoping that happens. But yeah, like I said, great team win. Love the way the guys played, and uh, I'm super motivated for this coming week against. Uh, the LA chargers and, and to be there and cheering my boys. So yeah, we'll go out. We'll uh, go into that in a minute where, or when we do predictions, we'll go into uh, you actually being there live a little bit of on-site rating the kingdom content for you. So this one, you know, I didn't want the Jags to win after they took it to us. And I want you guys to win. Cause it's just, you know, that's just how I am. I'm petty. Um, but Mahomes once again, he threw the one pick wasn't great, but the, 26 for 35 and four touchdowns like the guy is just ridiculous. And that's kind of what will lead me into when I talk about the Raiders in a little bit, um, just the ability to, even though they started in the hole, you know, the, the Jags had the onside kick right off the bat, which was an interesting move by uh, Peterson, but it didn't matter. You know, Pacheco ran the ball. Well, he had the one fumble in the red zone. Also something that some teams like the Raiders would crumble after an error like that. You guys are resilient and bring it back. One, one, Clyde Edwards, let me say one thing, ahead. interrupt you. Uh, you know, Pacheco, uh, you know, fumbled the ball in the red zone, uh, crazy onside kick there by the Jaguars too. So props to them for getting a little bit crafty, but you know, the next, the next set of downs the chiefs had gave it right back to Pacheco, which I think is a great quality that Andy Reed and this, uh, staff has. And the relationship they have with the players is that they have full belief in them. They made a mistake get right back at it. So that's, I think, you know, for a young guy like Pacheco, that's great. So continue. Sorry. Yeah. I think when they're younger and you want to show that you have confidence in them and that they can do it, it's really important when you're like the Packers and you have Amari Rogers, who I think has seven recept, or I think he has eight receptions and seven fumbles. That's probably someone you stop giving the ball to. Um, 
but that's not the situation there. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, two targets, nothing. Um, I've heard theories that they're saving him for the playoffs. I've heard theories that he has done something behind the scenes. You're kind of more in tune with the Chiefs beat writers. You see anything there? You know, um, a, a lot of people are really kind of, uh, I think, bewildered by it. Uh, I, yeah. I, I would have to think something behind the scenes happened. Maybe we can get our boy Aaron Ladd to get back on here and see if he knows any inside information on it. Um, shout out, shout out, Aaron Ladd. You're doing great things, brother. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know, Jim. It's just like, why hasn't Ronald Jones been brought? It's 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 a weird situation, but we need to continue to be better at running the rock because that is so key in the playoffs. We can't just rely on Pat Mahomes. We need to have a run game to take a little bit of pressure off him, but who the heck knows? So, yeah, so that one startled me. Um, I was surprised that luckily I didn't start him in any fantasy leagues. Um, Kelsey, kind of a regular day, six receptions, 81 yards, a tutty. Um, but like like you touched on for a minute, dude, Kadarius Tony. so he had two rushes for 33 yards, four receptions for 57 yards and a touchdown. This guy with the ball in his hand and just a yard of space is just electric. And I want to watch more and more of him. Like that that clip of him, he high-pointed the ball with two defenders around him. He was adjusting his gloves as he's running the route. I'm like, dude, this guy, like, I feel like it's you ha- like you're at a racetrack and you're just putting it like barely in 60. And he just gave you like, oh, look, look what, what happens if I press the gas a little bit. He hasn't gone. He hasn't maxed out yet. So I think like we're going to I bet we're we're going to see one of those games like the Giants. He had like one game where he had like 10, 10 receptions for one hundred and eighty nine yards. We're going to get one of those like Andy Reid's going to be like, let me uncork this and boop, and there he goes. So uh, that's the most exciting thing I saw. Even, you know, his and he was untouched. It wasn't a contested touchdown or anything, but they they got somehow you got Kadarius Tony wide ass open for that touchdown. So yeah, he's an athletic freak, man. He He's yeah. He's ridiculous. So just another great win for you guys. What are you now? Seven and two. Seven and two. Yep. Seven and two. Okay. And the Jags go down, but yeah, they, they show promise and you guys limited, uh, ETN to 45 yards. He put like 140 on the Raiders. Yeah, so Kalen Saunders, uh, Chris Jones, the boys held him in, held him in, 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 uh, in limbo there. And that was, that was huge. Keeping NTN uh, contained was a, a big reason why we won. So the defense yeah. stepped up big time. So props to the That's boys. like his his comfort comfort mm-hmm. blanket there. Yep. You know, and Christian Kirk actually did did pretty good he too. Did. But he really helped he helped Trevor Lawrence out. Uh, and him and uh, Marvin Jones really stretching out the uh, the fingertips to bring those balls in for for T Law. But yeah, great win for you guys. And um, you know, you continue to just dominate the uh, AFC West. So mm-hmm. uh, I guess we're ready we're ready to move on to the depressing side of things. Yep. Yeah, the mighty, mighty Raiders. Now two and seven after falling to the Jeff Saturday led Colts twenty to twenty five. The Colts are now four, five, and one, and I believe top of the AFC South, which is mind boggling with that record, but that is what it is. So um season is really over in my mind. Uh I will continue to root for them. I watch every game, I won't miss it. You know, I'll still wear my uh jerseys and then so I have something to cry into, you know, when the game's over. But this was just another abysmal performance. Uh, we think it's going to be Sam Ellinger. It's Jeff Saturday, who is has no coaching experience besides high school, getting his first start. We haven't touched on that whole thing. I do think I agree with um, who's the former coach of the Steelers. Bill Cowher. He said it's, Bill Cowher. He said it's disgraceful. Um, these guys work forever. They grind all night. This guy kind of just is like, hey, I want to be a head coach. 
let, let me say something on that, and uh, I'll let you mm-hmm. get back to it. But and I know he was a player before. He, the thing is, is this, and the, shout out Mad Dog Chris Russo, and I'm a sports radio nut, and and he said like all these players and coaches that get out of doing coaching and playing, they immediately are on ESPN, they're on Fox Sports, they're on all these platforms, right? Like, you know how many guys grind at like local radio stations in like Tacoma? That's a that's a you know great what I mean. Point. That that, that you know, little college radio stations they're they're up in like Bangor, Maine, doing sports radio, and they're trying to get to a big uh, city, a, a, a nationally syndicated radio show, whatever it may be. I, I don't. It's 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 the owner of the team's choice. Jeff Saturday's no 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 fool. You know, five time All Pro. He knows what he's doing football wise. He's not. He doesn't have necessarily the coaching experience, but let's not hate on that decision. Let's not call the kettle. What's like the pot calling the kettle black or something like that. You got yeah, the job because you were a coach. He got the job because he was a player and he was friends with Jim Irsay. Bottom line. So let's. I don't. Right. I don't like all that. Life's not, all about connection. It is. I, I get. Bottom it. line. I kind of sided with Bill Cowher on that one, but that's a discussion for another day. Regardless, this was a. Oh, you know, he said the Raiders looked bad two weeks ago. There's no way in hell they're going to lose this game. Tashawn Reed had said that, a uh, former uh, guest on the show. And Tashawn, I was with him. I was with him on that one. Um, and then here, here we go again. It's just the same old crap. Cars, 24 for 38, uh, 248 yards, two touchdowns, and, and zero interceptions. Matt Ryan, 21 for 28. Pretty close to freaking perfect. Uh, 227, one touchdown. Matt Ryan rushed for 39 yards. It was the slowest run I've ever seen in my entire life, and Rockiston wasn't even looking his way. He was helping another corner double team Paris Campbell or something like that. Um, it was just the epitome. The defense was bad. The offense was stale. Special teams is literally the only good thing on the Raiders right now. Jacobs had his magic twenty plus carries, twenty one, seventy eight yards, and a touchdown. You know it, it didn't work this time. Devontae nine receptions, one hundred twenty six yards, one touchdown. The Raiders don't deserve Devontae Adams. And I feel like you're padding the stats. He gets 100 yards. It seems like every other game, like Carr decides, oh, I can't target him all game. And then I do to make up for it because he's my friend. And so Devontae is like ranks in the top. I think eighth is like the lowest stat. And then like second in touchdowns or tied for first. Um, but it doesn't mean anything if your team doesn't win. So he'll have another good stat year, but he wants to win. And you can see it in his face. Um, Foster Moreau filling in for Darren Waller. Everyone is frustrated with Waller and Hunter Renfro being out on IR because they really didn't, you know, produce anything while they were healthy. Um, besides, you know, Hunter Renfro throwing away that Cardinals game for us. Matt Collins, who's normally a trusty target, had six targets. He only had two receptions. Um, the offense just didn't look good. The sideline um, was quiet. You didn't really see anyone talking to each other. I get that you have a game script, but when things aren't going right and you guys, your connections are off, they should be talking. They should be huddling around the iPad. They should be figuring this out. And it's just, they all look like they're in detention. They don't want to be there. Um, You're getting paid millions and millions of dollars. Look like you're semi-excited to be on the football field. Um, But yeah, then on the flip side, you know, the Jonathan Taylor, who has not been great all year, of course, had his breakout game against the Raiders. That's what happens. A bad defense with, playmakers that are struggling a little bit. They seem to find their footing against bad defense like the Raiders. Um, so they had, he had 22 carries, 147 yards, a touchdown. That touchdown was 66 yards. It's just an embarrassment. So between Matt Ryan and Jonathan Taylor, they had well over 230 yards rushing or um, almost 200 yards rushing. 
Um, Paris Campbell had his best day of his career, uh, 76 yards and a touchdown. One of the touchdowns was just a slant, and he went basically untouched in the end zone past the entire secondary. It's just crap. Bad angles, bad footing, lack of speed. Um, I, I just don't even know what to do. I think Patrick Grimm is simplifying the defense, but the the guys just aren't there. We've talked about this ad nauseum that if you can have the best scheme in the world, but if you don't have the guys to execute it, it doesn't matter. So yeah, just uh, abysmal for the defense. It looks like Max Crosby's the only one out there trying. He led the team with 10 tackles, a sack, a QB hit, and a tackle for loss. Basically, no one else was there. Um, O-line wasn't great. Carr got sacked twice, five QB hits. You know, like I said, they just, they looked flat. They didn't look like they wanted to be there. The defense couldn't stop a nosebleed. When they did get a stop, the offense couldn't capitalize. And then did you see the car press conference at the end? So I did. I slash we made a post about Bryce Young being the future of the Raiders after that game. I felt bad. I told you this. I felt bad about posting it after uh, I saw that because I think Derek Carr is a great leader, probably one of the best in football. He's been through more than I think any other quarterback in this league has been as far as like inner team turmoil, arrests, coaching changes for, uh, you know, watching all these first round picks come in and just melt into, uh, you know, a flame of crime or whatever they do. Um, so he deals with it. He's an amazing leader, but I just, I there has to be a leader that can re-energize the sideline and can make plays happen when it doesn't seem that anything can. And people say, oh, you know, well, he can't make receivers open. He can't make this happen. Watch Lamar Jackson. Watch Patrick Mahomes. Watch Josh Allen. I'll never say Justin Fields, but maybe even Kyler Murray on occasion. Like... There's just they they make something out of nothing and Carr really can't or won't or whatever it is. So I think that once 2023 arrives, a change is going to have to happen with the Raiders. It seems that Mark Davis has been all over the news today saying that he's happy with Josh McDaniels. He's not going to make a change there. If he's not going to make a change with Josh McDaniels, it's going to be with Carr. And I've seen also that it's kind of reminds me of Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers where very different dynamic. Uh where Carr makes some comments and McDaniel says, I don't know what he's talking about. So now you guys are publicly saying you're out of sync with each other. That's bad. That's called a red flag. Um, so that that's kind of where I'm at. I think there's going to be a change at quarterback in 2023. The season is done. I don't even want to hear playoff talk. It's done. They don't deserve it. And this is not the team with this, these kind of players. It shouldn't be a, Oh my God, if the stars align and the clock hits six, it strokes this at midnight and, Oh, and my lucky marble to get into the playoffs. It shouldn't be like that. Like you, like, look at that. You're talking about what the sixth year of the AFC championship being at Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. That's, that's perfection. And you should expect that. So it should be a huge surprise if you don't make playoffs for the Raiders. It's a huge surprise if they make playoffs mm-hmm. um, and they're not making it this year. And they barely made it last year. It came down to a field goal. So yeah, I've kind of, if you can't tell, I've kind of had yeah, it. You, I a hundred percent feel you on that. You know, uh, Derek Carr's like if you had a daughter, he's the type of guy you want your daughter to date. Like a good, yes. a good wholesome dude. Yeah. Whether you want him leading your football team or not, I don't necessarily know if that's just going to work anymore. You know, it's like a it's like a relationship, right? Like you want it to work. You've tried everything you can. Trust me, the coach has been there, and uh, it just it just it's just not working. And ultimately, it's year nine. It's, yeah, it's year you know? nine. And uh, ultimately, you just have to make a change. And it sounds like, you know, Josh McDaniels is going to stay. You know, did uh, Devontae Adams come to Las Vegas to play with Josh McDaniels? No, he came to play with uh, with Carr. 
So I, I, you guys just, this rest of the season will, will show a lot about character, grit, and uh, what kind of team you guys really have. Um, but it's unacceptable. It, it is, you know, uh, the Colts aren't a chump team, right? They, they have uh, they have talent. You know, they were supposed to run away with the AFC South. Um, they're leading it somehow. They right. don't have their best defensive player, Shaq Leonard, playing Shaquille Leonard. Um, and, you know, you let Matt Ryan, who hasn't played in a couple games, come back and just dominate you. It's just, it's just not acceptable. And you're, and it's a home game. It's, 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 yeah. and dude, it's frustrating me because like, it's better when the Raiders are competitive and it makes things interesting. The AFC West is a joke other than the chiefs. And we thought it was going to be like we talked about last week and multiple weeks before no. that it was going to be the possibly the best division ever in football. As far as with the quarterback play, right. like, it's not. Um, so uh, yeah, I don't really know where you go from here. I, you know, we can start scouting quarterbacks and, and seeing which one's going to be the best in Las Vegas. But uh yeah, man, I don't, I don't know how your Raiders fans deal with it on, on a on a on a daily basis, uh, and are not all raging alcoholics. That's that's it's beyond me. Yeah, I, I've been sober for almost four years now, and I question it watching this team. I'm like, I don't, I don't know how I how I kept it together actually the last four years because they've been bad all four. Um, but yeah, so that's just kind of where I'm at. And, and I, like, I believe that Carr can lead the team as far as leadership qualities and what he brings to the table and how he treats his guys and things of that nature. But the, the issue is, is his performance and scoring points is what matters. And just this lackluster offense. Um, I think, and just, I just think, I believe that the way of the NFL now you need a dual threat quarterback and he can move his feet, but he doesn't want to. So let's find someone that will. That that's gonna where I'm at. And I love Carr. I'll keep his jersey. I'm not gonna be like one of those losers that burns it. But um, it's time to switch things up and get things going. So with that, shall we transition to Week Eleven predictions? Yeah. Who, who won last week? I know we got to rapid fire through this, but who won? Uh, you did nine and nine out of thirteen, and I'm eight for thirteen. And that's us both assuming the Eagles win tonight, which okay. they will. Good. So here we go. And you had a couple big ones last week. You called the Vikings win, Skull. which is one of the games of this season so far. You have the Skullhorn. Uh, we were both wrong about the Packers, but we'll get on that later. All right. You're going to start up? Oh, <laughs> perfect. Thursday night football, Titans and Packers. Titans and Packers. I will take uh, the Packers. I think they're feeling good, and um, I think that will continue to happen on Thursday. It's actually a good Thursday night football game. So, yeah, let's go uh, let's take the Packers. So I'm going to go the opposite way. I'm going to take Titans. I think Derrick Henry is going to run heck wire through that uh, defense. I think that Rodgers kind of rose to the level of competition. He's against his former head coach. Uh, and I saw McCarthy was pissed. They're like, oh, how is it playing at Lambeau? And he's like, I'm all humble pied out. And he left. He's a, he's a sorry loser. He's got to figure that out. Um, but anyway, so that was a great game. But yes, I'm just not sure this is going to be the consistent Packers. Christian Watson, I saw, has been compared to MVS. Like, he'll get some deep bombs, and then he'll drop five, and then he'll catch another deep bomb, and maybe a touchdown here or there, but nothing consistent. So, that was long-winded. I know we got a rapid fire, but I'm going to go Titans. Titans over the Packers. You're going to go Packers. I like that we descend already. Um, next, Bears and Falcons. 
I hate to do this, but I bet on Marcus Mariota last week and he let me down against the Panthers. So I don't know how I can believe in him against the Bears, who Justin Fields is so great because he can run the ball, whatever. I'm going to go Bears. All right, you're going Bears. Next, speaking of Panthers, you have Panthers and Ravens. Uh, Ravens, that's not even a question. Baker Mayfield. Maybe Baker has a little bit of magic up, but I'll take the Ravens. I'm going to go Ravens as well, but I think they'll stick with Baker for the rest of the year after this game. Uh, But he's going to throw at least one pick. Next, Browns and Bills. Bills. Josh Allen coming off one of his... The, the, the last time the Bills scored a touchdown in the second half was against the Chiefs week six, but uh, the Bills will get the win. I'm with you. This is the last or one of the last weeks, I believe, before Deshaun Watson returns. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think, you know, Jacob set really has nothing to lose, but nothing to gain. So I'm going to go Bills as well. Next, Commanders and Titans or Texans, mm-hmm. excuse me, Texans. Uh, I'm going to take Commander. Commanders. I don't believe in the Texans. They're just flat, and it's just not out of thing. And Commanders aren't really exciting, but they're they're better. And Chase Young may be back. Oh, no, I think he's not. Next week, yeah. he'll be back. It's still, you're, you're going Commanders as well? Yeah, Commanders as well. You know, um, the Texans still keep the lead on you for that first pick, so. Yeah, well, we're going to get it back, I'm sure. <laughs> Next. You have Eagles and Colts. Eagles and Colts. Ooh, not too hard. Yeah, Eagles. Yeah, not only, Eagles are going to lose a game, yeah. but they're not going to lose to the Colts. No, I don't think so either. Um, this isn't a great slate so no, it's far not. for Week Eleven. I'm not liking this at all. Um, I don't. So this one actually, I guess, is okay. Jets and Patriots. I'm going to go with the Jets. J E T S. Jets. 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 Um, I think that Salah is the guy. I think their uh, defense is improving. Um, Sauce Gardner is a straight up baller, and even without Brees Hall, they're still getting it done. I don't know if I'm actually a Zach Wilson believer. Uh, I think they just threw so many weird things at the Bills that it just kind of worked out. But I will take the Jets over the Patriots. I think it'll be really close, though, like twelve to six, something odd like that. What do yeah, you I'm think? Yeah, I'm gonna take the Jets, man. The J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. I uh, oh, yeah, you are. Funner continues the roll. All right, next you have uh, Rams and Saints. Uh, Rams and Saints. Rams are going to be without Cooper Cup. They're, you know, who knows? That, that's a mess right there. The Saints are a mess. I- I'll just take the Rams. I mean, that's just a coin flip. I'll take the Rams. I originally had Rams, but I think you inadvertently <laughs> talked me into uh, to taking the Saints because Rams I also had beating the Cardinals last week, and that was a disappointment for sure. So I'll go Saints. I think Kamara will just go crazy. Next, uh, Lions and Giants. I don't know if I'm a big blue, big blue believer, but I'm a Brian Dayball, Saquon Barkley believer. I'm going to go Giants by a thin, thin margin. Gi- over the Giants. Lions. I'm going to take the Giants over. You're Giants going Giants as well. As well. Yep, G-Men. All right. Um, here are my boys, Raiders and Broncos. I think that the team is dejected. I think that even though the Broncos are the laughing stock of the AFC West, along with the Raiders, uh, normally we sweep the Broncos and they're a joke, but I think the team is just in such a dump dumpster fire right now. I'm going to have to pick the Broncos to beat them. I hate to say it. Even without Jerry Judy, who I don't, I'm not all that impressed by anyways. I'm going to take the Broncos. Uh, I'm going to take the Broncos. I'm going to, you know what? I'll take the Raiders uh, just to switch it up. I'll take the Raiders. It'll just be nice to get, you know, give me some more follows on Twitter. Yeah. Thanks, pal. All right. I don't even want to talk about that much longer. Uh, It's so depressing. All right. 
here you go. Cowboys and Vikings. That's an interesting. Uh, one. I'm going to take the Cowboys. Um, I just think that that yeah, you know, I'll, I'll say this: Justin Jefferson is going to get an insane amount of money, like close to quarterback money. I truly believe he's the best receiver in football. I'm that. I'm saying that. I I'm standing by it. I'm I'm uh, I'm playing my flag. Uh, I'm just picking the Cowboys because I think um, planting your flag and Justin Jefferson. I'm planting my flag in the fact that Justin Jefferson is the best. Oh, okay. I think yeah, you misheard me. Yeah, I don't don't roll that way. I don't think Justin does either. Um, But yeah, I mean, this is this is a live podcast, dude. I mean, I don't know. We're not. I get we're live. Who are you picking? You're picking picking the Cowboys. Cowboys. Okay, you got the Cowboys. I'm gonna go Vikings. Let me get your skull. I I love. I like. I love this Viking team, but I just think the Cowboys after last week are gonna redeem themselves. You think they're going to bounce back? I think that the Vikings are just on this hot streak right now, and when you have momentum and you can maintain it, um, it's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. So, uh, you know, I know Austin's a little upset with us, but yeah, I mean, they are the kings is. of the so north. Vi- so. They are the kings of the north, which we called. Before we did. We started. We did. Um, Bengals and Steelers. I'm going to go Bengals. Steelers had a nice little win uh, coming back off their bye week, but um, I think the Bengals kind of start to hit their stride the closer they get to playoffs. I'm going. I'm going to take the Bengals as well. You are as well. Next, 820 in LA. You will be there. Yes, sir. I will be there via your phone and whatever you Mm -hmm. show me. Um, You're going with a buddy. You'll be live. You'll be sharing it all with the kingdom. And, uh, Chiefs Kingdom and Raiding the Kingdom mm-hmm. and uh got good seats where you so be sitting. So we're you know, it's a we're not like right next to the field because that's like ten thousand dollars. Unfortunately, we, we don't make enough money on here. If everyone just uses the uh RTK for seat geeks, like everybody, then we might have a chance to buy seats like that. But anyways, I'll be putting yes, out an ad. Um, uh, it's like the fourth level, the, the stadium, but the seats look amazing. It's pretty much right at at at, at the 50 yard line. Um, so it'll, nice. it'll, it'll be great. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to do some live stuff from there. Um, guys show you that, uh, uh, LA stadium, whatever the heck it's called. Um, the house that Cronk, so far so the house that Cronky built. I think it's ironic that you're going to Cronky stadium and you hate the guy probably more than yeah, most people. I, I, yeah. I might just like, you know, take a dump somewhere randomly. Maybe just miss. Yeah. Miss yeah, that. Miss that it's not exactly. all that big. Right, yeah. yeah. Just a little, little well, uh, I can imagine. You're yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs. Well. You know, the, the the Chargers are, you know, probably going to be without Kenyon Allen, probably without Mike Williams. Bosa might come back. I don't know. Uh, but this Chargers team is just injury, injury riddled. I give Herbert a lot of credit for keeping this team uh, competitive with literally practice squad wide receivers. So shout out Justin Herbert. You're, you know, I, I respect. Um, but uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs by two touchdowns. Uh, I think you really summarized it very well. Uh, you know, Herbert made a couple of spectacular throws to guys that we don't normally hear from. And he's doing a lot with a little, and I think there may be a coaching change with them in the future, but I'm going to chiefs. Same thing. Red hot right now. You guys are a powerful locomotive. That's not going to be stopped. So I'm going to go chiefs to the win in Cronky's house. That's kind of the dump you want to yep, take there. 100%. The chiefs win over, over the Chargers. I know it's not his team exactly, but it's his stadium. Um, the Chargers are just renters, anyways. And then our final Monday night football game is 49ers and Cardinals. Zach Ertz is out for the season. The Cardinals also cut Eno Benjamin. I don't know what's up with that, but uh, 
you know, they got that new hard knock series, which is actually pretty good. Maybe we'll find out what happened there. We'll see if Kyler's healthy enough for that night. Um, but yeah, 49ers and Cardinals. Uh, I'm going to go 49ers. I think Jimmy G and his non-throwing touchdown self will be able to rise to the occasion. He, and uh, he, He's 10-2 and two when he doesn't throw a touchdown, so I'm going to take the 49ers as well. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's that? Okay. Uh, wonderful. So we are pretty much short on time, but, uh, you know, it's been a pleasure. It's been great. It's been real. And uh, as Eric said, SeatGeek promo code RTK for $20 off your final order. And, uh, you know, look, follow uh, Beast from the East. What's the number at the Beast end? One? one, yeah. Yeah, on Twitter, that's that's Coach. You'll be able to find his link via our page at well at Rating the Kingdom. He's going to be at SoFi Stadium. No, it's, be, it's Beast on from location. the East 302. Sorry, it's Beast. And the from is FRM East 302. So, yeah, abbreviations yep. are cool. So uh, that's it. So follow him on there and uh, you'll get some updates live from the game. And uh, that's it. We'll see you guys next week. And I'm probably going to be as depressed as I am right now. So uh, go cheese out. Go NFL draft 2023.